for the August 21st, 2015 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a cheerfully pessimistic recollection of the last 168 hours of history. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And this is Not For Profit News. And the barking you hear on the hill behind KUCI belongs to our lovely satirical dog, <laughs> Mahler. Yes, yeah. Mahler. Mahler. You know what? Mahler. I got to tell you, he told me something this week. Really? Yeah. He said, based on his uh, Twitter feed uh-huh. and his email traffic, yeah, and he's been he's doing. Trending? Is he he's trending. He's yeah. trending, and he's been checking out the ice cast status of of his. He wants top billing. He really? said, "Yeah." He said, "Mahler presents weekly signals with, with? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah." That's what he wants. He told yeah. me flat out. He, I, for some reason, he didn't want to tell you. I think he knows the answer. Thank God he's not yeah. here now. Yeah. yeah. He's out sniffing at something. Mm-hmm. Today we'll be talking about vaping, Saudi cluster bombs, Germany versus Greece, protesters carrying spears, AT&T spying, the drone munition, shot shell, Arctic drilling, pink Viagra, wildfires, slaves for Costco, and much more. Wow. That's amazing how we can that do all that. That is a lot. Woo! I don't know if we're going to have time to cover all that. But Nathan. first, okay. a Harvard study shows that sarcasm is good for you. Oh. It's good for you. Wow. Keep it up, Mike. Data from a recent study entitled titled, The Highest Form of Intelligence. I sure yeah. will, Nathan. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. You're right. Sarcasm increases cre- creativity for both expressors and recipients. That's the whole title there. Suggests that the delivery and deciphering of sarcasm offers psychological benefits that have been largely underappreciated and long overlooked. And you got that right. To create or decode sarcasm, both the expressors, meaning me, <laughs> and the recipients, <laughs> meaning me, meaning you, yeah, of sarcasm, need to overcome the contradiction between the literal and actual meanings of the sarcastic expressions, which is kind of a, a, a metaphor too. You know, as we, as we get older, mm-hmm. you know, little kids don't get metaphor. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, autistic people generally don't get, that's that's their problem, is their, the metaphor drops out of it. And they don't get sarcasm either. They're yeah. taking literal meanings. Literal, literal so it's kind of similar to, to metaphor understanding in a way. This is a process that activates and is facilitated by abstraction, which in turn promotes creative thinking. Well, I think in order to be sarcastic, you have there's a lot of different nuances that you're taking into that yeah. process. And in order to understand sarcasm, you also have to have yeah. a lot of input, data input, if you will, to yeah. understand it. And there's a sense of trust. And there's a sense of trust. Yeah, you're trusting that the people, the person yes. you're being sarcastic to understands it. And won't punch you in the face. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's you're hoping yeah. that your sarcasm lands somewhere in the middle of humor and and pathos. Somewhere, wow. in the, yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Do you want to go to what's next here? An All agency right. of the UK's Department of Health says in a new report that vaping is about 95% less harmful than smoking. That's according to the latest research they've done. What is vaping? 95- vaping? Yeah, what is vaping? I'm not sure what it is. You know, like, you know what it is. Jeez. Well, I want our audience you, to know in case they, we, we have a young audience the, the, and maybe they don't know all these things yet. Well, you either get some oil. Yeah. But yeah, or tobacco, tobacco, a leaf. You can get bud. You can get green. Yeah, yeah. or you can get oils. Yeah. There's, there's a number of things yeah. that you can spark up, light a fire under. But uh-huh. you don't 
the heat doesn't it doesn't burn in vaping. Okay. It is heated up, mm. and whatever substance you're heating mm -hmm. vaporizes, mm. and you inhale the vapors. The vapor, and not the smoke. Not the smoke, oh. and it's 95%, according to the UK Department of Health, uh, less problematic than regular smoke. Of yep. course, we here in the States interpreted this reading as, you know, it's we're getting more people who are vaping, and this is bad because more people will want to smoke. And what they're saying is that uh, vaping, uh, if, if, you're, if you're telling people that it's as bad as smoking, then the people who are smoking are less inclined to vape in order to gradually pull themselves away from smoking, okay. which nicotine addiction is, you know, it comes second to only heroin as far as I'm concerned. Right. As, as and there, as and I think there's some sci there is some scientific basis yeah. to say it's a very addictive substance. Now, uh, I guess my point, my question is, um, vaping nicotine laden tobacco is still bad for you is what you're in this matter of speaking now something else might not be oh yeah no harmful, this it's yeah. not it's not necessarily good the for you but yeah. they're saying it compared to yeah. to just lighting something up and flaming it and yeah. inhaling the smoke it's 95% less harmful okay the world's leading islamic leaders have released a sweeping declaration on climate change and they're calling on the world leaders meeting in Paris later this year to commit to a 100% zero emission strategy and to invest in decentralized renewable energy in order to reduce poverty and all that bad stuff that comes with climate well, change. Well, that's that's important. First of all, the popes come out yeah. in, in a way, a very significant way, on global climate change and all the rest of it. Now, the is, Islam happens to be the dominant religion in parts of the world where oil is the predominant yeah. economic interest so and also cool. yeah that is a bit that's what i'm saying it's a big deal even in indonesia where it's also the largest by population is a muslim popular or islamic population yep. uh they have a lot of uh natural resources that are contributing uh their the destruction of our contributing to uh climate change as well so good news good news the yeah. united nations security council approved an initiative to renew peace talks in syria marking the first time in two years the 15-member council has agreed on a political statement to address the crisis. Uh, okay. The move came as the Syrian government launched fresh airstrikes on a rebel-held district northeast of Damascus a day after killing about 100 people at a market in Duama. That's not good. No. Meanwhile, the Islamic State executed an antiquities expert in the ancient city of Palmyra. This is disgusting. Not, not just one. He is considered... Yeah, he's the main guy there, the expert on, on the antiquities in a, a very historic city, yeah. which was a, a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Yeah. And the Islamic State captured that site in May, and just as to Tuesday, they beheaded Khaled Assad, who spent more than 50 years yeah. working to preserve Palmyra and hung his body on a column in the city. Yeah, this is just kind of really, effed up. Uh, meanwhile, Italian and Norwegian authorities have discovered the bodies of 49 migrants who appeared to have asphyxiated to death on, in the hold of an overcrowded fishing boat as they tried to cross the Mediterranean to Europe. More than 300 people on deck were rescued, but those in the hold died amid exhaust fumes and suffocating heat. The war in Syria has helped fuel the worst refugee crisis since World War II. At least 2,300 people have died this year trying to reach Europe by boat. Mm -hmm. And in Egypt, a militant group linked to the Islamic State claimed responsibility for a car bombing outside a courthouse in a Cairo suburb that wounded 
not the suburb didn't wound 29 people, but the car bombing did. Yes. I want people to understand yeah. this. This is, <laughs> this is one of those things where the construction of the sentence is improper. Yes. Anyway, this car bomb wounded 29 people. The group known as the Sinai Province says the bombing was retribution for the execution of six of its members in May. And those members had been convicted of carrying out an attack that killed two army officers in 2014. And those army officers, of course, were uh, guilty of, uh, you know, killing other people. And, right. and the people they killed, of course, killed the army officers. And uh, yeah. it goes on and on, doesn't it? Yes, I, it does. I can't really figure out how to stop it except if you just stop it. Just stop. Yeah. I you said ISIL. It's not the Islamic Brotherhood. I don't and there Islamic is a state. Every, yeah, well, it, there yeah. is there is I mean yeah. it may it may in some cases be a a difference without a distinction without a difference, but I think the Islamic Brotherhood is still concerned about free elections and I said Islamic state. You did. Yeah. Okay, uh, my bad. Yeah, I, 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 I I wasn't sure. Okay. Okay. Unless I accidentally yeah. slipped up no, and you, I'm not I likely to do that. I thought you did, but I just wanted to Yeah. Uh, I don't mean like I'm not likely to slip up, mm -mm. but I'm, I'm reading it, and, and I made a special point, because I don't even like to use the word ISIL. Yeah. I, I use Islamic State, and I thought maybe you were right. Uh, a very, very slim chance of that happening. The U.S. said that it knows the Saudi government has employed cluster bombs, which in, are screwed up bombs. And yeah, they're, they're yeah. there to just kill civilians, yeah, pretty much. It's all shrapnel that goes out and, and Everywhere. beheads you and... And you wonder why they behead us. Well, we fill them full of shrapnel. Yeah. Also, it has this, this really fun stuff. Sometimes they put, like, toxic kind of solutions in there. Yeah. And so they, if, even if it just cuts you, chances are you're going to uh, um, get an infection and probably yeah. die. Yeah. So, Anyway, we know that the Saudi government has employed cluster bombs uh, in uh, Yemen, but we've done little to stop the use of these cluster bombs. Yeah. Yeah. And There's this is in the world, Arab world's poorest country. The Pentagon declined to comment publicly on whether it had discussed cluster bombs with Saudi Arabia or encouraged its military to cease using them. And they deferred all questions over to the State Department. Meanwhile, the United Nations condemned the U.S.-backed Saudi-led airstrikes on the port city of Hudaydah in Yemen. U.N. aid chief... Stephen O'Brien called the strikes a violation of international law and warned that uh, they could worsen the humanitarian crisis, which sounds a bit hypocritical, given that we're using cluster bombs. Talk about yeah. violation of international law. I, I think it would be a, a war crime to kill civilians indiscriminately. Period. Yeah. End of story, no matter yeah. what. Yeah. Anyway, this port city has been a key area in the delivery of humanitarian aid, although the Saudi-led blockade has slowed the delivery of food and medical supplies. Yeah, so there. I don't know if you're going to cover the An Amnesty International has also uh, accused both Houthi rebels, rebels pardon me, in Yemen and the U.S.-backed Saudi coalition rebels for a ruthless and wanton disregard for the safety of civilians basically these these the, the people who have been to Yemen say that it's beyond a failed state at this point it just yeah. there's nothing left of any sort of infrastructure and or barely anything left um, so it's a dropout state i guess i don't know what is yeah. beyond failed yeah, yeah i don't know yeah. it's just uh, and in greece prime minister alexis tsipras announced he is resigning and called for an early election. He's mm. out of there. Mm -hmm. The move came after he lost the support, support of many of his own members of parliament in a vote on the country's new bailout with European creditors early this month. 
25 former Syriza M- M- uh, MPs, members of parliament, will join the new party called Popular Unity. Mm. That's kind of like, you know, these brand <laughs> names we come up with. I don't yeah. want to get into it. As opposed to what? Unpopular yeah. disunity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what? Elytra. Uh, what, what, yeah. what do they rebrand the cigarette companies as these made-up names? Elytra yeah. or Elytra? Yeah. Why not call mean? the new party Happy Crap? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm not, And that's not to criticize the new yeah. party. Yeah. But nevertheless, popular. popular unity, please. Yeah. This after the German parliament voted to approve a $95 billion bailout package for Greece. The agreement had already been approved by the Greek Parliament, although nearly a third of the lawmakers from the Syriza party voted against the bill. The bailout requires the Greek government to do the austerity bit and to privatize some of the country's assets, which they began earlier this week uh, when the government agreed to sell the rights to operate 14 regional airports, and they sold those rights to a German company. Of course they did. Yeah. This is all so. I'm, I'm really, uh, yeah. This is a long. Uh, this is a tirade. I, I don't want to get into right now. But we are governments are basically selling off your assets all yeah. over the world yeah. to, to corporations. Corporations, and also I just happened to see a document on the Sudan, and this is happening all over Af- uh, Africa right now. The Chinese are buying up huge swaths of land. Essentially, they're going to own. In, Chinese corporations, Chinese, Chinese, Chinese business. Well, that's the state. They're state-run yeah. corporations. So this, the Chinese state is buying up huge tracts of land in Africa and colonizing it, in a sense. Yeah. I mean, th- that's what's going on. And so this well, is kind a of a trend. different than corporations buying off. Well, yeah. in that, yes, it is. Yes, you're right. Sense, yeah, no, you're right. right. This is a state-owned corporation, but you're right. That's a good distinction on that. Yes. And in Ecuador, hundreds of indigenous protesters have forced police and soldiers to retreat from the Amazon town of Macas in an ongoing conflict over oil and gas drilling in the region. The indigenous Shuar and Achuar people have been organizing to block oil extraction on their lands. They say President Rafael Correa has refused to consult them in the decision over drilling. On Wednesday, about 200 protesters wielding spears sent police and soldiers fleeing from the town. Yeah, I'm... For now. Yeah. 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 I'm going to try that tactic at the next <laughs> protest. Yeah. Bring a couple of spears. <laughs> How about to the next KUCI um, staff meeting? Staff meeting? I yeah. think maybe that... We get people's attention. Oh, absolutely. We get our way. Spears. In Thailand, 20 people died after a bomb placed inside a Hindu shrine exploded in the city of Bangkok. The Erawan Shrine is a popular tourist attraction. Authorities called it a deliberate attack on civilians. It is uh, the bombing is the worst in a series of explosions that have rocked Thailand since the military seized power mm-hmm. in that coup last year. And here's big news, I think, mm. although it comes from a crazy part of the world. North Korea. Mm. Oh, yeah. Kim Jong-un said his country, he's the leader there, yeah. said his country was in a quasi-state of war. I don't know what that means. I think we're always in a quasi-state of war, but yeah. but I think he wants to say we're very close to being in a state of war yeah. with South Korea and ordered his military to prepare for battle. And South Korea residents were ordered to evacuate an area of its border with North Korea after the country's exchange fire Thursday. <sighs> South Korea's defense minister says the crossfire began when North Korea fired at a military unit. North Korea, Ung country. Mm. They're firing to the south. Okay. According to South Korea's defense minister. And then uh, the south fired back. Mm-hmm. And then North Korea launched a projectile 
I, I don't know. That's what he said. A Launched a projectile. At is a that town in northwest of Seoul where loudspeakers were broadcasting anti-North propaganda. Yeah. I don't know if that's connected at all, whether they fired the projectile because they were broadcasting anti-North propaganda. There's something vaguely sexual about that, that statement. Launched a projectile. I don't know. Well, for you, it's pretty. No, I'm just saying. I don't saying, get anything I just didn't, that. I don't like, a projectile. I mean, all right. do you think of sex when, when somebody says projectile? I'm just saying it sounded vaguely. It didn't say. I didn't say. It's, it's pretty vague. Yeah, it's very vague. All right. I, I, well, I've I never mean, use that as yeah, a, as yeah, a uh, I don't, you know. Yeah. I, I know. Come online. I'm lonely. Projectile. I'm a lonely guy. Things happen. Projectile. Mm-hmm. An 11 year old girl in Paraguay delivered a seven pound, 13 ounce baby. 11 year old girl. 13-ounce baby via cesarean section. The girl, who was allegedly raped by her stepfather, was earlier denied an abortion by the ministry, health ministry. Where was there, this? In Paraguay. Um, that's, that's sad. Sick. Yeah. Thank there you, Mahler. There he is. Oh, there there he is. He is. Yeah, wow. where's he been? I don't know. He's, yeah, I don't he's know. quiet today. Thanks for coming by. Makes me nervous when he's that quiet because I know he's he's just getting himself worked up. Yeah. That's all he's doing. We got some secret stuff, Mahler. What well, do you I, think? I, I, well, before we go away from yeah. international, can we one, one Oh, you last got thing? more international? I just won. Yeah, one story. Right. We'll be, I think we'll this be is there really... with secret stuff, Mahler. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, Mahler. Yeah, just hold on. Just calm down. It'll be here. In Mexico, they... The, an a team of independent experts say authorities have blocked them from interviewing soldiers who have, may have witnessed the disappearance of these 43 students yeah. in the southern state of Guerrero uh, last year. Investigators for the International American Commission on Human Rights say the authorities did not inform the families of the 43 students so that some of their clothing had been discovered shortly after the disappearance. And now they're trying to talk to these soldiers, and they won't let them. Which leads more and more speculation, which has been rampant, that the, the federal government in Mexico knows more than they're saying and may have had their troops may have been involved in all of this in some kind of a, uh, you know. So th th until they do more to diffuse that that uh, that theory, uh, it does look like there was some seriously involved federal officials. Yeah. I, I mean, mean it, maybe there is. I That's kind of jumping into yeah. well, that's too much speculation there for me. There's a lot of reasons you don't want people talking to your employees, I guess. And I'm not saying yeah. that it's right. I'm just saying right. there's lumber excuses, including you just you want the story straight. Yeah. You no, you do. You, you don't want somebody who was kind of there, who saw something that was... But a year into the investigation, yeah. and they still really haven't talked to everyone, or there hasn't been a vetting of the people involved. Oh no, in there's, it? the investigation is seems like it's not yeah. as good as it could be. Yeah, yeah. So I think. Uh, All right, that's it. I'm sorry. It? No, go no, no, ahead, You go ahead. I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Mahler is too, as a matter of fact. Well, thank you, Mahler. He, he waited long. Now yeah, he's yeah. he's ready for secret stuff. All huh, right, Mahler? there you go. You ready? You ready? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's enough. Oh, jeez. Get down! Get down! Get away! <laughs> jeez. <sighs> the National Security Agency's ability to spy on vast quantities of Internet traffic passing through the United States has relied on its extraordinary decades-long partnership with one single company. AT&T. You got it. 
I hate AT and T, and I and yet I'm still a member of the AT and T. I hate those people. Newly disclosed NSA documents show that the relationship with AT and T was considered unique and especially productive. And they were particularly eager, weren't they? Is there yeah. some, something about how eager they, they were? They were highly collaborative. There you go. And they had an extreme willingness to help. Extreme willingness. This is AT and T. Their cooperation involved a broad range of classified activities, which date from. 2003, AT&T has given the NSA access through several methods covered under different legal rules to billions of emails as they flowed across our domestic networks, provided technical assistance in carrying out a secret court order permitting the wiretapping of all internet communications with UN headquarters, which is a customer of AT&T. Right, right. Wasn't it, wasn't it, there was that technician that that worked in the San Francisco office of AT&T who said there was a room where all of this stuff was being done. Didn't he get into a lot of trouble? Wasn't he? I like, think he was. Yeah. yeah, yeah they got he, yeah. all kinds of stuff that happened to him because and AT&T denied it, this, that and the other thing there. You know, Monsanto's the most evil corporate entity that I can think of. Maybe there's some that are worse, but AT&T is really doing Halliburton? its best. Halliburton's way up there. Yeah. I mean, you can get into all the private you know, army Companies as you know, Blackwater. Yeah, the Blackwater. Well, what they used to be. Exus, now, now there's something else. Something They're sunshine there. and ice cream or Aren't something they now. Zizor. Yeah, that sounds right. Whatever it is. But but AT and T's right up there. Yeah, they really are. They're climbing. They're they're number ten with a bullet. If you know what I'm saying here. An imprisoned army whistleblower, Chelsea Manning, was spared the punishment of indefinite solitary confinement after more than 100,000 people signed a petition calling on military prison authorities to drop the charges of possession of unauthorized reading material and other minor infractions. Remember last week, we talked about this. Called before a disciplinary disciplinary panel, Manning uh, was at the military prison in Fort Leavenworth for having an expired tube of toothpaste. Yeah. I don't get that at all. No. I don't I don't I, know I don't what's know. going on there. Can you do something to Is it bad? Escape? You would think they would give you a, a nice new fresh tube of toothpaste and say, "We'll take the old one." I it, guess. Can so. you use it to open up a, a cell door? Is that somehow I don't know. Is there how how would it be used? I don't know. Yeah. Expired tube know. of toothpaste. And uh, there was the Caitlyn Jenner issue of Vanity Fair. How yeah. could that be used, really? What, what's really going on there? And the U.S. Senate report on torture and other prohibited property. On Tuesday, a panel uh, ruled that Manning did have unapproved reading material, but her punishment is 21 days of restricted recreational activities, including no access to a gym or a library or going outdoors. So she has to sit indoors for a while. She's serving, by the way, a 35-year sentence for leaking U.S. government cables to WikiLeaks, which helped us understand exactly how corrupt our country is. Also, newly released documents have confirmed undercover police in New York City attended numerous Black Lives Matter protests that police tracked the movements of individual access to those uh, Black Lives Matter activists. Records show authorities circulated photographs and notes about the activities of anti-police brutality protests, including uh, Jose LaSalle, founder of Police Watchdog Cop Watch Patrol Unit, and Ray Lewis, a former Philadelphia police officer turned activist. So they were tracking them. Yeah. And also the IRS says hackers have gained access to the personal data of as many as three times more U.S. taxpayers than previously thought. 
in uh, May, they said that they had gotten 114,000 people, all the tax returns, which is a lot of secret stuff. That's a lot of secret stuff. And uh, now they say the number is close to, to 330,000 records that they got. And that really opens the door for some fi financial malfeasance on whoever did it yep. for them. That really, really sucks. It sucks. Mahler, you know, Mahler would like if you could. He told me this just a minute ago. Yeah. If you're not going to rename the show Mahler Presents Weekly Signals with yeah. Nathan Kellen and Mike Kaspar, yeah. maybe secret stuff presented by Mahler. Mahler. I mean, would you at least go that far? I mean, would you? Well, it's you not all secret, Mahler. It's not all secret. Yeah. Oh, don't go that way on me, Mahler. Come on, Mahler. Come on, I'm trying. It's Mahler. getting old. I, I'm trying Every to week you, you go through this right. act, yeah, Mahler. See, see. Right. It's not working. Right. It's going to be with Mahler. We're the people that have to read the news. All you do is grumble. All right? Mahler Presents. Okay. Oh, yes. All right. See, I'm trying. I'm trying. He likes Mahler Presents? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mahler Presents. That's all. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. And we're going to talk about drones in the news. The Pentagon says it is planning to ramp up its use of drones by 50% over the next several years. The increase will rely on the use of the U.S. Army and private contractors Ooh. to fly the unmanned aircraft. Currently, the U.S. Air Force flies about 65 drone missions a day. They want to crank that up to 90, and they'll say they said the private contractors would only fly surveillance drones, not legal, legal yeah, right. drone strikes. So what happens five years from now, eight, ten years from now, when uh, China starts hiring the private contractors who have been working on America's drones uh -huh. yeah. to fly their drones with yeah. all of the experience they have with American drones? Oh, you know that's coming. No, you, well, of course it's coming. Of course it is. And this thanks to uh, KUCI Sheldon Abbott of Who? Cure for the Blues. That's Monday, 10 to noon. Cure for the Blues. Who? If you like those blues, yeah. listen to Sheldon's show. Yeah. He just wanted to remind me that on Sunday, yeah. a swarm of small rogue drones disrupted air traffic across the country on a scale previously unseen in U.S. skies. At 8.51 a.m., a white drone startled the pilot of a jet blue flight. This is all in one day. Peering on its left wing moments before it landed at LAX. Five hours later, a quadcopter, that would be another drone, whizzed underneath an Allegiant air flight as it approached LAX. Also in California, pilots of light aircraft reported narrowly dodging drones in San Jose and Laverne. In Washington, a Cessna pilot reported a drone cruising at 1,500 feet. That's highly restricted airspace up there at 1,500. Over the nation's capital, this is D.C., Forcing the U.S. military, forcing the military, I don't know, what, what did he say there? Forcing the military. No, no, what did Sheldon say? He just sent us something. Yeah, he did. He just said something. He said, yeah, baby. Wow. So, yeah. yeah, baby. He's, yeah, he's really. I stopped the show for that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Come on, Sheldon. So, come on, Get Sheldon. more creative. Oh, he said, qua <laughs> he said quad drones. I don't know if oh, he's, he's correcting you now. Yeah, yeah he's, now he's correcting me. And in Louisville, a silver and white drone almost collided with a training aircraft in Chicago, United Airlines Flight 970 reported seeing a drone pass by at an altitude of 3,500 feet. Wow. They're getting way out of their terrain here. All told, 12 episodes were recorded Sunday. Small of small uh, drones interfering with airplanes are coming close to airports, including other incidents in New Mexico, Texas, Illinois, Florida, and North Carolina. And since August 1st, there have been 70 of these spottings. What do you say now? 
Ah, he's, now he's getting not, snarky and snarky, he's getting snarky. sarcastic now. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna repeat. Yeah, now, meanwhile, well, yeah. all this drone stuff has been going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. An, an ammunition company that calls itself Snake River, mm -hmm. which you know I'm already in favor of that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm all like, Snake River. Yeah, Snake yeah, River! yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Snake River announced a new product called Drone Munition Shot Shell. Oh. Yeah. It's a shotgun shell designed specifically for shooting drone cameras down. Oh, well, there you uh, go. According to Snake River, the rounds are a 12-gauge, 3-inch shot shell solution aimed at defending against drone-based privacy concerns and terror. Yeah. That's, you know, yeah. you got to throw terror in there. Terror. Right? Yeah, throw that one. Uh, hey, each shell that. contains a proprietary ferromagnetic ballistic payload. Ooh. <laughs> That will effectively disable a drone encroaching your property's airspace. Well, yeah, uh, you could do that with a with a fishing pole too. But yeah, nevertheless, yeah. you can blow them out of the sky with this. When not being used on drones, the rounds are also suitable for hunting ducks, geese, or turkeys. Oh, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! What there is going to be a cottage industry of anti-drone weaponry. You yeah. know, it'll be there out there. And by the way, it could be kind of a a wedge for Gun advocates, people who want us to be able to carry around bazookas and submachine guns, to say... You just need one shot to take out... A, if you're good, you only need yeah. one shot to take out a drone. Yeah, that's true. What do you need a bazooka for? Come on. Yeah, well, um, you know... The Obama administration granted Royal Dutch Shell. Why do they go with that name anyway? It's Shell, Royal Dutch. Well, they're a Dutch what company. That? I mean, people like, don't... Yeah. Do, do, do you think... When you think of the Netherlands, Holland, yeah. Dutch, do you think... You know, uh, imperial colonial power. No, no but think, they were. At when one I time. hear Royal Dutch Shell, I think Quentin Tarantino. That's what <laughs> okay, I think. All right. Well, anyway, they gave Obama big. gave him final approval to resume drilling for oil and gas in the Arctic for the first time since 2012, despite widespread protests from people like us. Why? We're widespread. Why, Why? did they approve this? Yeah. Well, Shell first obtained drilling permits in the Arctic during the Bush administration, yeah, George that's, W. Yeah, that's true. But they stopped it in 2012 after a series of mishaps like spilling oil everywhere the permit was issued monday after shell's ice breaking ship arrived at the drill site i mean it's just a matter of bureaucratic inertia is what's making this happen and our our uh, inability to wean ourselves away from oil the equipment arrived on the same ship that the greenpeace protesters were going after mm -hmm. remember that mm -hmm. hanging from the saint john's mm -hmm. bridge in portland mm -hmm. Shell now says it may drill its first well as early as this summer. The Interior Department has said that there is a 75% chance of one or more large spills. This is our own Interior they, they, Department. They said that, yeah. Telling us that 75, there's a, in other words, chances are we're going to have a very large spill or more. And uh, once Shell begins drilling, and by the way, Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton criticized Obama's move to drill yeah. in the Arctic. So yeah. there you go. By the way, yeah, I mean, it, it will happen. And by the way, this is a part of the world where it's nearly impossible to get relief to the a spill yeah. in any yeah. any time that will matter, and and uh, even once you get there, being able to to cap this thing, it's it's, it's so awful. I, I part of this is that these were agreements that have been in place for years. Yeah. So now it's the culmination of that. The hope is. That first of all, that this won't happen. But the second thing is, is that there are no more of these things coming up. No more agreements with oil Dutch or wherever Royal Dutch Shell or anybody to to be drilling in the Arctic. And maybe possibly, um, we can get them to 
dismantle this thing. I don't know. I don't know. And the Obama administration announced the first ever federal regulations requiring the oil and gas industry to cut methane emissions. We know about methane being a, a powerful greenhouse gas. It's a hundred times more powerful than a locomotive. Th- than than uh, in terms of its ability to destroy the the climate, uh, t- the atmosphere, than than hydrogen is. Yeah. And the regulation carbon, would carbon cut dioxide. the emissions. Carbon. Yeah, carbon. Sorry about sorry, that. Sorry, my sorry we let that go out there. Sorry. The regulation, can I bring it back? The regulation would cut the emissions of methane 40 to 45% over the next decade from 2012 levels. Uh, the move comes after the Obama administration announced plans earlier this month to cut emissions of carbon dioxide by 32% by 2030 when we're all dead. Mm-hmm. At least nine people were arrested as protests erupted in St. Louis after police shot and killed another African-American teenager on Wednesday. St. Louis police say they shot 18-year-old Mansour Balbay after he pointed a gun at officers as he fled from a house where police were executing a search warrant. So they executed him. They got that wrong. Mm. The shooting came 10 days after the first anniversary of the police killing of Michael Brown. Uh, As protesters gathered to condemn the latest killing, police fired smoke canisters and tear gas. This is always a good thing to do. I always figure if you got an unruly crowd, make them angry at you. Uh, Images and video overnight showed a car and building on fire. So there was stuff going on, but still. Yeah, we we got to figure yeah. out a better way to get people under control. And in the United States, that's where we are. Mm-hmm. Public health advocates are raising concerns about the Food and Drug Administration's approval of the first prescription drug to increase women's sexual desire. This just sounds like... <sighs> Why do we need this anyway? Remember that? Remember when we were... Well, there was a long time ago, the Spanish fly... This is kind of that. This is kind of that, <laughs> right? And that's just, every the, the we're looking for this kind of you know I don't know this idea of the whole idea we've got to ramp up women's sexual desire to, to have anything to do with us because we're disgusting and horrible people. But, but you know, give them the right kind of medication and they'll be fine with us. I mean, this is vile stuff, really. I guess. You know, uh, speaking of Spanish fly, yeah. the name of this drug is called Flybanserin. <laughs> well, see, yeah, they're, uh-huh. they kind of ran with that. It's made by idea. Sprout Pharmaceuticals. Isn't that disgusting? Who's, who's, it's Sprout Pharmaceuticals. <laughs> it's not disgusting. It's kind of funny. Well, it is funny. Yeah, right. Their executives have previously run afoul of the FDA for their misleading and inaccurate uh, marketing of an earlier product. That's disgusting. Yeah. The medication's approval was aggressively pushed by an advocacy, by an advocacy group called Even the Score. Ooh. Yeah, see, that's wow. a, uh, Boy, the PR department went nuts on that one. Yeah. Huh? Even the score, because men can take a pill to make themselves feel horny. Yeah, exactly. Even the now score. You, women, you've got to even the score. Yeah. So there's potential serious risks with flybanserin, including, or Spanish flybanserin, <laughs> if you I like mean, to call really? it. Really? I mean, that's. Including uh, uh, low blood pressure and fainting. Which, you know, I mean, fainting uh, is, is not a good thing when you're driving a car or, you know, maybe when you're walking downstairs or, or hanging from that strap from the, from the <laughs> ceiling, you know, we're, we're wearing, uh, you know, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You don't want that You don't happening. want to faint. No, you don't, you don't want, want to faint. faint. Especially, yeah. Yeah. And uh, U.S. representatives from the House. 
uh, passed a hotly debated measure that blocks any mandatory labeling of foods made with genetically engineered crops. They blocked it. They blocked it. Of course. Including they. preempting a state law set to take effect next year in Vermont, dubbed the Safe and Accurate Food Labeling Act. That's what it was. That's okay. what that's okay. what they called this thing that doesn't allow you to label. Well, they blocked everything. it. No, isn't that more accurate? They blocked this from happening. They passed a measure. No. That blocks. Oh, I see. I yeah. see. I'm they sorry. didn't block anything. They, uh, they I mean, okay. they did block the yes. mandatory. They uh, blocked the legislation in Vermont by yeah. passing this. Yeah. Okay, so it's a bad yeah. deal. Yeah. It's a, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and again, you know, I, as far as GMO goes, go. It's it's not where I think the uh, the had... all our um, pressure should be put. Right. It's, this is something where there are good GMOs and bad GMOs, just like we've talked about last week. There are yeah. good drones and bad drones. What we don't want is a monoculture. Right. What we don't want is is uh, Roundup Ready crops everywhere, and we we don't want uh, to have copyrights on genetic codes. Right. And we and we we want to know if you're so confident in yeah. your GMO and its ability to do whatever it is you think it it. It should do as far as well, the benefits of it. Well, let us know. Just let me know that I'm going to eat something that's been genetically modified. Well, you already are, right. and you've been doing it for hundreds of years. And that would be my point that a lot of people are frightened about that, and they're not going to do things that are positive for the right. environment. Well, I, all right, there's all right because they're GMOs. All right. There, there's that's and I think there, there's part of that. I'm not defending Monsanto or anybody there. I'm just saying there is that element where you yeah. you have a scare factor with GMOs now. Right, right. And you don't need to be fr that frightened of all GMOs. Right, but I think you should be frightened of crops that are resistant to a insecticide yeah. that has been demonstrated to have neurological toxic neurological interaction with you well more, and you should know that and to, yeah. yeah no i'm, I'm what i'm saying with, is but, you should be you should be afraid of roundup right exactly the crops themselves I, I think they're probably okay but but the problem is is that the way they exist yeah. is getting sprayed with roundup and yeah. that's the problem yeah, yeah. anyway yeah. so we we labeled this the uh, safe and accurate food labeling act when it's really not accurate <laughs> and it may not be safe <laughs> right uh, but the uh, anti-people against this act called it the Deny Americans uh, the Right to Know, or DARK Act. The yeah. measure was approved 275 to 150, with 45 Democrats voting for the bill. Uh, and an appeals court. This is somewhere else now. I'm moving on. Okay. An appeals court ruled the Securities and Exchange Commission cannot force companies to disclose whether minerals in their products come from the a war-torn country like the Democratic Republic of Congo, because this appeals court said, we can't let people know that they're buying things from countries who are horrible to their citizens mm -hmm. because that would violate the company's freedom of speech. Yeah. That's and that's so because, and that's based on, I assume that's <clears throat> based on the idea that corporations are now people, or they have yeah. been for a long time considered legally people. Yeah. And yeah. that's how you can say something is absurd as that well, and get away with well, it. Well, and, and that selling something is, is, a, is a matter of freedom of speech. That's the other end of this. Yeah, yeah. 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 So these are called conflict minerals. Right. Uh, yeah. Just and, like blood diamonds, right? Don't, don't people want to know that they're buying diamonds that have been 
essentially mined by slaves. Don't don't you think we should know that? That's why they call them blood yeah, diamonds. Yeah. So yeah, and, and we're saying we can't force companies to do that. I understand because that, but I think we should freedom yeah, of speech. I but yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. The mandatory labeling became part became law as part of the 2010 Dodd Frank Wall Street Reform Act. But this week, a court ruled in favor of a corporate trade group uh, seeking to overturn the measure. And in Washington State, three firefighters were killed and four others injured as wildfires continued to rage across the western United States. Meanwhile, the Idaho-based National Insurgency Fire Center has called in 200 active-duty military troops to fight wildfires. So that's the first time they've done this, yeah. bringing in military troops right. since uh, you know, nearly a decade. By the way, on today's news, I don't yeah. know if we're up to date on this, July uh-huh. of 2015 right now was the hot, last, last yeah. month yeah. was the hottest month globally in the hist- since they started recording uh doing this keeping track of this stuff yeah yeah the, the hottest the hottest ever ever what was that what's well, got to happen sometime yeah. i'm you know i'm just saying i'm not yeah, I know. saying that I we know. don't have global warming but what was that you were what was a couple of weeks ago that news report was it um where the it, the effective temperature was 140 oh yeah, degrees? yeah 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 something yeah like that. that was in the middle east yeah this comes, uh, all this stuff comes as a new study confirms global warming has measurably worsened the record drought in California, which is fueling wildfires around yeah. there. Mm-hmm. The study in a journal, Geophysical Research Letters, confirms rising temperatures are sucking water out of plants and soil. That makes the drought worse, worse. by as much as 27%. Yeah. So it's not like we're, we're not just getting water, but it's getting hotter so the plants aren't retaining the water. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, as Californians continue pumping groundwater in response to the grout, the California Department of Water Resources released a new NASA report showing land in the San Joaquin Valley is sinking faster than ever before, nearly two inches per month in some locations. So it's going down nearly a foot in a lot of places. There's a place where they had to build a new bridge because the bridge concrete started cracking because the foundations were going down. Also in California, law firms have filed a class action suit against Costco and its Thai seafood supplier, arguing that the company has knowingly sold shrimp whose harvesting relies on rampant human trafficking and forced labor. Men who have escaped from boats in this supply chain have testified to beatings, torture, execution-style killings, and grueling 20-hour shifts. That's no good. The suit seeks to block Costco from selling these shrimp unless they are labeled. You know, I mean, there should just be, you know, if we did PBS and things like that right, there would just be a way for you to find out about this. Screw these things getting labeled. This right. make it really obvious right. in, in other ways. Uh, somehow the government can let people know that this is happening instead of some little station at yeah. KUCI. Right. There should be a public service announcements everywhere, right. period, that right. say this, whether they're labeled or not. Now, that's, that is absolutely, that is one of the most uh, galling things about the world we live in. It's not as if this is unknowable information. This is, all these things are, are well within the grasp of everyone who's paying attention yeah. to have access to this. But we don't. Uh, and the news from the clown car. Vice President Joe Biden called the gunman who killed four Marines and a sailor at a Tennessee Reserve Center last month a perverted jihadist, even though officials say they don't even know the motive for the shooting and, and that there's no evidence that Mohammed Yosef 
Abdulaziz was motivated by the Islamic State. Biden might have noted that uh, Mohammed suffered from mental illness mm-hmm. and was preparing for bankruptcy. Right. So he had a lot of pressure going on, and right. he and he went nuts. We don't know. He may not have been a perverted jihadist, Mr. Biden. He may have just been mentally ill. Yeah, he may have just been losing it. Who happens to have a, an Arab last name. Yeah, exactly. Right? I mean, an Arabic name. Yeah, we have all these white terrorists. Nobody's going after them as perverted Christians. On the Republican campaign trail, hair fart. More appropriate. Perverted crusaders. Crusaders. Thank you. On the Republican, well, they all, um, yeah, jihadists, crusaders. Good. Okay. I'm buying it. I'm buying it right now. I love you, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) On the Republican campaign trail. Hair fart. Excuse me. Hair fart released his policy on immigration. Excuse me. Yeah. Oh, hair fart. Yeah, yes. Hair fart, you know. Hey, thank you. Hair fart. Thank hair you. Fart. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the plan includes forcing Mexico to pay for a border wall, deporting oh, all undocumented migrants, immigrants, deporting them all. Get rid of them all. Didn't he call? Build a wall. End citizenship rights for children of immigrants born in the United States. So get them all out he of said, here. He said they're not Americans or they're not, what did he say? They're, they're rapists. Not, they're not God rapists. Sakes. They're citizens. Not Even citizens. the children are rapists. And and revoking Obama's executive order on immigration. And fellow Republican <laughs> candidate of hair fart, Jeb <laughs> Jethro Bush, refused to rule out resuming the use of torture techniques employed by his brother. And he also said, let's fam- he famously said and then walked it back, that he would have invaded Iraq. Too. Yeah, yeah. He would have done the worst foreign policy decision maybe in the history of the republic. Yeah. He would do it again yeah. if he could. Uh-huh. And finally? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I Yeah. I, I just I keep waiting for let's it Donald yeah. Trump's going to implode, it'll happen. Yeah, keep the faith. Well, baby. we don't know. A lot of, a lot I of just hope he's around there. long enough to destroy the Republican Party in the process. I really I hope he makes it to the primary you know, actual elections because he's just going to he's going to destroy the Republican Party. It's awesome. <sighs> and finally, in Pembrokeshire, Wales, a man paralyzed from the waist down was arrested for drunk driving. Mm. Paralyzed from the waist down, he was he arrested was... for drunk driving. Lawrence Laville, or Lewis Laville, 20, of Pembroke, South Wales, Southwest Wales, to be precise, lifted his legs into position and pressed his knees down with his hands to operate the accelerator and brake of his Toyota. Okay. So he was able to effectively drive drunk. <laughs> You can subscribe to the Weekly Signals Weekly Review podcast at weeklysignals.com. Weeklysignals.com. Subscribe now.